you have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm. A service of new gen broadcasting. Inbox starts right now. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. You're about to get schooled on how to be inboxed. You've got, you've got, you've got, you've got mail. Our hosts will show you how to deliver on email marketing strategies without going postal. Welcome the hosts of Inboxed, the click father of email, Kevin DiVincenzi, and the original Fab Fondy, Fab Fondy J, John Fondy. Hey, and welcome to our show. This is, of course, September 23rd, 09, my brother's birthday, so it's a great day to have a show. Yes, indeed, this is a Fab Fondy J, better known as the Big Fabu, and I am broadcasting from our palatial studios inside the, uh, the, the caverns here at xy7.com in our green room. Glad to be on the show today. We've got a great Great group of people, great topics for it. Of course, I want to introduce, of course, my broadcast partner in crime. He's the Click Father, making us an offer that we can't refuse. Click Father, how are you today? John, I'm doing great. Absolutely great. Hey, and also checking in from all parts of the world. Of course, he's making a house call, and I love it every time he slaps on that rubber glove. I'm talking about the doctor of delivery. I'm talking about Adam Young. Adam, welcome to the house. Hey, Big Fabu. It's nice to hear your voice again, especially you when you're talking well. about I'm going to catch up with glove. you. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to catch up with you here in just a moment. But uh, before we uh, kind of get underway, I'll tell you a little bit about what we're going to be doing today. Um, we are going to be talking here with Darren Babin, and he's going to talk a little bit about the upcoming affiliate convention, uh, a little bit about the last one and uh, the one that's going to be taking place December 3rd and 4th at the Hyatt Regency Plaza in Los Angeles. And we'll also uh, find out where the doctor's been, where he's traveling to, and when he's going to be back around, as well as uh, the Quick Father is going to talk about the mysterious world of flogging. We'll get into more of that and some legal activities that are going on in and around that as well. Uh, we've got more requests from the Big Book of Spam that was written by Daniel Clark. And uh, we want to thank, of course, Allie Swerdlow. She's the marketing sponsorship manager for the email experience division of the DMA, and she will be providing us with industry experts here uh, and as we move into the rest of our shows from, of course, the Acclaimed Speakers Bureau. And, of course, today with us now, we're happy to have on our show uh, Dennis Damon. He's the chief privacy officer for Eloqua and also DJ Waldo. He's the director of community for from Blue Sky Factory. Now, if you're just joining us for the first time, or even if you've listened to the show before, we want you to go uh, join us uh, at uh, inboxradio.com. That's inboxedradio.com. That's I N B O X E D radio.com. And because uh, we're going to actually have, uh, we're taking a little field trip today as we talk about uh, this world of flogging with uh, Clickfather as well. And um, we'll also go, go ahead and get into some fun email facts as well. But right now, what I want to do is I want to go to uh, the XY7 Network Director Ken Graham, who is actually down on the floor of the Online Quality Lead Summit in Las Vegas. Hey, Ken, nice to have you on the show today. Oh, thanks, John. Great to be here. Hey, so you went, you're, you're down at uh, at the Lead Summit in Las Vegas. Where's that at this year? Is it at Bellagio? That's right. It's at the Bellagio in Las Vegas on the Las Vegas Strip. This show is geared more towards senior executives, more more than some of the other shows like Ad 
tech. So it's not a big show, but it's focused and gives executives the opportunity to bone up on some of the latest technology um, in the lead gen and lead acquisition business. Well, I don't want to toot my own trombone, but I think that this is really the place for you to, to be down there. What's the what's the, uh, the the fervor that's going on there? Is there any context of any theme that's taking place there? Well, the interesting thing about this show, John, is that it's divided up into four verticals. So um, business people can focus on their specific target. For example, they have automotive, financial, display advertising, and education. I think the education one is probably the biggest one. That's where the most buzz seems to be at the show. But all, all four of them are, are well attended at this point. Well, you're in Vegas, and I think people down there gathering information. And I think information is really going to be the thing that is going to really keep people from getting a lot of broken bones while they're here in Vegas. <laughs> That's right, John. So what do you plan on doing down there? What's your objective in being down there this year, Ken? My plan on hitting the, the slot machines, John, for about three hours. I'm just kidding. Yes. Um, no, actually, yeah, you don't want to you want to jump into that work thing. Hey, they've got a new slot down. I think it's called T-Bone Shuffle or something like that. Did you have you found that one? No, it's from the reality <laughs> series, John. It's actually called Bones. Oh, you're right. You're right. I love that. <laughs> so for me, John, I haven't been to the show before. So the main thing I want to focus on is meeting people, networking, meeting as many people as I can, finding out what what type of leads they're looking for and how how we can help them from from X-17 standpoint. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, hey, again, uh, Ken Graham checking in from the floor of the Online Quality Elite Summit in Las Vegas. Hey, Ken, thanks again for being a supporter of the show, and uh, we'll see you shortly. Have fun while you're down there, okay? All right, John, thanks. Okay. All right, now, uh, speaking as we're kind of on this theme right now of, uh, of conventions and summits, uh, I'd like to bring on the line now Darren Babin, and he is going to talk a little bit about the affiliate convention that's coming up. And, Darren, you had a very successful one in Denver, which we, had, which we went to. And uh, you're ready to do it again. Tell us about what we're going to see and, and what's coming up at the Hyatt Regency Century Plaza in Los Angeles. Well, uh, John, thanks for having me on. Obviously, uh, we're very excited about uh, Los Angeles. We are uh, we're we're in full throttle, and I got to tell you, it's it's going to be an exciting lineup. We are we are working very very hard to fill out our speaker lineup. Which you know, I got to say, after show number one being as successful as it was, it's actually become quite easier with show number two. And we've got some amazing names during the first trade event. Tim Ash had such an amazing out pouring of response that we have put Tim in a keynote position for this event. And uh, we also are going to have Danny Sullivan there, which this will be a first for Danny to attend an affiliate convention. And Danny is going to be a part of... uh, of, of, of an expert site clinic, which I personally have never seen Danny rip sites apart and do site evaluations uh, live, and uh, that promises to to be fun. Of course, the tracks are, uh, the educational tracks are expanding as well throughout um, all areas of, of traffic driving, through pay-per-click, the, the whole nine yards, and, and some real solid names here, uh, like David Satella from Clicks Marketing is going to be there. Of course, uh, a favorite of mine, Heather Paulson, of course, is coming back. Uh, so we're, we're very excited uh, regarding, uh, of course, uh, the, the, the speaker lineup, the exhibits. Of course, uh, I got to say it, if you haven't gotten your space, you, you need to do it now. We are actually closing out the floor by the end of this month. So if you want to get involved, now's the time. 
Uh, it promises to be amazing. We've got some amazing momentum, and uh, the you know we are actually shifting gears uh, in the next I, I would say week, and uh, we will be working heavily on what we call all the frills of the convention, which is you know the the networking events, which you know John we we had quite a bit of fun the last time. <laughs> oh, I tell you, networking events are the backbone of any any show. I think <laughs> absolutely. I I don't think this is going to be any different. There's a fantastic venue right there on the Hyatt property that uh, that we'll be using, and I'm sure you'll see a lot of people hanging out there uh, at that bar. Uh, and of course, uh, we have some other things that are in the works as we speak that uh, I'd love to talk about, but uh, we're keeping it secret for the moment. Hey, some of the best, in that restaurant there also at the Hyatt Regency, some uh-huh. of the best ham bone soup that you can buy in that, that little restaurant in there. you got to make sure you check that out. Ham bone soup. Did you just say ham bone soup? I did. I haven't heard about ham bone, ham bone soup in many years. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, listen, I want to thank you so much for being with us, Darren Babb. We're going to have you back on the show and talk a little bit more about the specifics of the show. Uh, you did a great job, and, uh, you know, I just we want you to throw on that herringbone suit and come on down to the Hyatt Regency Century Plaza in Los Angeles. And, uh, again, thank you, Darren, for checking in with us. We want you on the show, uh, again, as we get closer to heading down to the affiliate convention, which is on December third and fourth at the Hyatt Regency. It will be sold out literally within the next week, so if you're thinking about getting in, you won't want to miss miss out on that as well. So, hey, thank you again, Darren. Thanks, John. See you soon. Um, kind of an interesting thing that sort of took place here uh, is that uh, the Direct Marketing Association, which is a global organization, uh, has basically put together a new uh, organization called the Email Experience Council, and uh, basically they strive to enhance uh, the, the images of email marketing communications while they celebrate and actively advocate its critical importance in the business and, of course, return on investment, if you will. So I want to thank Alice Swerdlow for uh, joining us as well. And uh, she has put up uh, an opportunity for you guys, if you're listening, go to www.emailexperience.org. That's www.emailexperience.org. Give them the discount code radio save and you will get $100 off. That's right, $100 off of your EEC membership. So, Ali, we thank you so much for that. And also, she was very critical in putting together today our guest speakers, if you will. And that's the one great thing that they have is they've got some great guest speakers. And uh, so with me on the line now is uh, Dennis Damon. And Dennis, I want to thank you so much for being with us here. You've been um, really in the industry for over 15 years. Uh, you combat spam. You talk about security issues. You, you've constantly been improving email delivery through uh, different policies. And you've got great ISP relationships as well as some really solid technical background. And you are the uh, Chief Privacy Officer, so it gives me pleasure to welcome to our phone Dennis Damon. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you guys just fine. Okay, great. Well, again, uh, we kind of let in a little bit uh, about your position there, and how did you really kind of get, get started in the anti-spam uh, policy arena? You know, actually, I kind of fell into it by accident. I had originally thought I was going to be some sort of uh, law enforcement officer in computers, which is a hobby of mine. And uh, I remember uh, just after college was looking to do some work. And um, my father, who actually worked for AT&T, um, had talked to a friend of his that, that was looking for somebody to work on something that they called the Internet back then. You know, nobody really knew what the heck they were doing. And they wanted somebody to come in and, and actually work on uh, abuse issues, spam issues, child pornography issues, and stuff like that. So they figured, you know, this guy seems to know a lot about law enforcement and has some sort of uh, habit or background in computers. And so they threw me this bone and said, hey, you know, you know, can you do this? And 
I said, sure. So uh, for uh, about a good 12 years or so, uh, I basically did a lot of abuse and security work for, Larda, for, uh, for a couple of large ISPs, you know, AT&T and Verizon, and dealt with a lot of their spam abuse. Um, and in the process of all that, uh, kind of learned, uh, you know, the ins and outs of, of email from a technology standpoint, but also the do's and don'ts of it. Um, and, you know, during that time, there was a lot of marketing uh, companies that we would block. And, uh, you know, they would call us and say, you know, why are you blocking us? And we would tell them, you know, the reasons for it. So we ended up educating these guys as to, you know, what they should be doing. And uh, I kind of realized a couple of years ago, you know, this is a great opportunity to, to kind of change and, and to take what I've learned from the receiver side of the, of the business and, and start teaching the other side of the fence. So I made a switch over a couple of years ago, and I've really enjoyed it. Um, it it's given me great opportunity to teach people a lot of stuff, and uh, it's been a real fun ride. Let's talk now a little bit about the most significant changes that you've seen in spam filtering. Is it getting better? Is it just a bunch of lazy bones out there, or, or what? What is the update on that? You know, the problem is it, it's not that you know it's a lot of you know just lazy people out there. I, I think part of the issue is like any crime. I mean, it constantly evolves, and so you know, spammers, hackers, backers, whatever you want to call them, these guys are constantly changing. Their, their methods to get their stuff out. You know, they got phishing emails, they got, you know, all their spam stuff. And so, you know, whatever we're doing today is, 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 is not going to be sufficient enough tomorrow. So, you know, unfortunately for us, you know, you know, we're constantly trying to figure ways to keep the bad stuff out and put the good stuff in. You know, a couple of years ago, it, it definitely was a different type of game where we had a lot of technologies, fingerprinting technologies, content technologies to, to stop the bad stuff from coming in. And, and it eventually, to be honest, in my eyes, kind of got really complicated where we ended up having a false pause. You know, a lot of the things that we did want to get ended up, uh, you know, in our junk folder and the things that we didn't want, you know, ended up in our, in our inbox. So, um, you know, there was a lot of things that had to be changed the last couple of years, and the industry really did a great job of kind of coming together to say, hey, you know, what's the best way to fight this stuff? And we kind of looked at a very simplistic model, and I guess the best way I can kind of explain it is like the credit bureau model here in the United States. You know, if you pay your bills on time and you have a lot of assets and stuff, you get a really great credit score. But if you don't do so well, if you don't have a lot of assets, you don't pay your bills on time, then you, uh, you know, you'll end up getting a bad score. And that's kind of the same model that, that's now being applied within the email industry. You know, if you're doing the right things, and you know, when you send email, whether that's marketing emails or anything, if you don't get high complaint ratios, if you don't hit spam traps, then you'll be treated as such. You know, you'll end up going to the inbox at, at most receivers and most ISPs and, and anti-spam products will allow you to come through. But if you're not doing what the best practices are, then they're going to treat you as that because they're monitoring these metrics or looking at that stuff. So I think that that's one of, the, I guess, the biggest changes that we've seen in the last couple of years that, that seems to be working and is going to continue to be tweaked over time. It's going to take a couple of years to really get the model rolled out. And like I said, we're going to continue to have to, to react to the things that the spammers are, are, are doing to get by these these new technologies. Uh, just in order to get you know avoid getting spanked on the tailbone, does if I opt into an email program, does that really mean I'm interested? Uh, you know, it, it can to some extent, but at the same time, it, it's also about relevancy. You know, uh, about the message. You know, a lot of you know companies out there, marketers and stuff. You know, put out these you know great sites. You know, sign up for our for our email, our newsletter, or, or whatever it is, and we'll send you relevant information. And some people might be very interested into that for you know, you know for a while. But you know, if you end up breaking a bone and end up screwing it up and and not sending the right relevant message to your customer at that point, then they become really just emotionally unsubscribed. They don't care about the message, and they may start asking to get off. 
You know, at that point, a lot of marketers go, well, wait a minute, they signed up for my message, so, so they must want this stuff. They must need this stuff. You know, why would they all of a sudden go away from us? And it, it, it's a very hard lesson for a lot of marketers to learn that, you know, yeah, the easy part, you know, might be to get them to sign up, but then the harder part is to keep them more engaged and to keep people interested in staying on your list and, 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 and wanting to be there and not complaining and stuff like that. Hey, Dennis, I have a question hey. for you. It's Clickfather. Do you, are, are you seeing an increase in um, people coming over to the other side, people that were doing things improperly now uh, abiding by the rules so that they can't get their mail delivered? Is that increasing or still, uh, still declining in your opinion? Um, you know, to be honest, it, it kind of depends. I, I've seen it uh, increasing where they want to learn the new stuff because a lot of the yeah. marketers that we work with, you know, a lot of these old guys, you know, they've been doing things the old way, and so they haven't been educated on the new processes. So when, you know, folks like myself and DJ talk to these guys about, you know, our solutions and, and bringing them in, they're, they're, they're kind of surprised at what it really takes now to get an email through that it's no longer based on content filters. Um, but the other aspect of it is, is when you look at recessions like we're kind of in right now, you know, the, you know what happens typically is the CFO says, hey, you know, we're tightening the belt, do less, you know, with, you know, with, uh, sorry, do more with less. And so at that point, a lot of people really start to panic a little bit, and they start doing some really dumb stuff. So in that sense, I, you know, in some cases, I've seen some customers who are doing very well, and all of a sudden they just kind of drop off, and they, and they go nowhere, and I'm going, wait a minute, you know, what happened? You were doing so well, and, and their excuses typically, you know, well, you know, we had to, you know, make some revenue. We're losing money. So, you know, a, a lot of factors can, you know, can hurt that. But typically I've seen it where, you know, people are, are being educated, and there's a lot more of the discussions going on. There's all these new conferences that are going on, really 25 or 30 email conferences a year now, if not more. And so that's kind of helping get that word out and increasing the people to, uh, to the better side of things. That, that's hey, that's really interesting. So and I mean, the uh, the bottom line is if people are doing things right, they're going to get a higher ROI anyway. Um, yeah. And in regards to bandwidth costs, they've come down dramatically over the years um, if you're doing things properly. I mean, you know, the, the bandwidth that we used to pay for back in, you know, we'll say 1998, 1999, as opposed to now is, you know, pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Um, you know, and the resources are a lot, lot more readily available now. So it's... Uh, mm -hmm. It's definitely something. I mean, at least in my opinion, if it's done right, it can be done. It'll effectively be cheaper than doing it the uh, the quote unquote wrong way. Right, you're right about that. I'm going to have Dennis right go ahead and hold on that for a moment. Uh, we're, we're, those of you who just joined us, we're talking with Dennis Damon. He's the Chief Privacy Officer of Eloqua Corporation. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, and go to a break right now. When we come back, we're going to be breaking the wishbone and actually talking a little bit about the CAN-SPAM compliant opportunities that are out there. So for those of you that just joined us, we're going to take a short break. This is the Big Fabu in Inboxed Radio. You can go to inboxedradio.com. We've got a little field trip that we're going to do. And uh, basically, in this particular case, uh, when we come back, we're going to really drill down on that. So, Dennis, would you stay with us for just a moment? I will do that. Okay, great. When we return, we'll be talking with Dennis Damon, the Chief Privacy Officer. You're listening to the Inbox Radio Show. I'm the Big Fabu. We'll be right back right after these very, very short messages. Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this. XYZ in the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it. Cracking, even come to the state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. 866XY7 page. It's toll free. Tell me what you wait. 
www.ksy7.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Or what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. LPO, landing page optimization. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, and welcome back. This is the Big Fat Boo, and of course, you are listening to the September 23rd edition of Inboxed Radio. If you have just joined us, we invite you to go to inboxedradio.com, where we have a chat room there, and uh, our master control operator here in our studio is Anthony, and he'll be funneling some of those questions to us so we can answer those live here on the air. Or if you happen to be listening to webmasterradio.fm, go to their chat room, and Brasco will funnel those questions to us so we can get those answered by the experts we have on the show. And we do have an expert on the show. We're talking with Dennis Damon. He's the Chief Privacy Officer of Eloqua. And uh, something kind of interesting here, uh, we've just pulled up on the news portion of the Inboxed Radio Show, that according to the Federal Trade Commission, a business opportunity scammer has been held in contempt for the second time by federal court and ordered to turn over the title of his home in Las Vegas, or he's going to face jail time. What the court found was the operator of the scam, and I'll just leave his name out of this. You guys can check it out if you want to fail to deliver a marketable title to his home in violation of previous court order entering into a $3.2 million judgment against him. Obviously, the FTC is getting serious about this, and Dennis, uh, the summary of the um, of the Can Spam Act says in this document, the Federal Trade Commission issues a statement of bias and purpose and its final discretionary rule pursuant to Section 7711 of the Controlling Assault of the Non-Solicited Pornography and Marketing Act of 2003, which gives the FTC discretionary authority to issue regulations to implement the provisions of the Act. This is a 109-page document. Dennis, do people read this? And it sounds to me, though, that the FTC is starting to take this very seriously. Yeah, they are, actually. We're starting to finally see a little bit of money and resources given to the enforcement regimes that are out there. You know, typically in the past, uh, you know, a lot of laws will come out, especially these new laws around technology, and and to enforce them is very difficult because there's a lot of training that goes involved, teaching agents and teaching, you know, staff members about, you know, how the technology works and how the law might apply, the regulation might apply. So, yeah, we're starting to see that really turn up, and I think it's a great thing um, because, you know, you know as, as issues start popping up, spams pop, up, you know, uh, you know, data breaches are happening more and more often and stuff. Um, these guys are finally really putting their finger on the problem, and, and uh, you know, they're, 
they're really putting some pressure to it. So I'm really glad to see it you know, happening. Well, I think they're really getting into the, the bone marrow of the situation. I think that's where you have to do, and, and this is why the intelligence that you basically have, um, you really have to dig into some of these things in order to make a change. I, I think we are starting to, to see some changes out there, and as Kevin mentioned before, I think people are really realizing that you can make some significant money out of this and doing it the right way. Any, any tips or suggestions for maybe somebody that, that's new getting into the business, Dennis? To uh, getting into email, wow, that's a really good question, actually. Um, you know, I think for a lot of folks, you know, they think just kind of jumping into it, having an email server and just being able to blast a bunch of email out is the, uh, is the you know, is the quick way to make a quick bone. But, you know, the problem is it's, it's, it's not that easy. You know, there's a lot of technology that goes behind it, especially in today's environment. Um, you know, there's things about watching complaint ratios or things that, you know, you're, your MTA or email server has to do certain things. Um, so I, I, I think my biggest suggestion would be to people, you know, that if you want to really get into email, you know, whether you want to be the big blaster that's sending it out, you really need to have a very smart staff of people that understand, you know, the email regulations. They also understand the uh, the technical requirements that, say, the Internet standards community puts, you know, puts up, um, and, uh, and and just, you know, be willing to make changes on the fly because this industry is constantly changing every single day to thwart the problems with, you know, with spammers and whatnot. So, you know, I think that's probably one of the biggest things. If you're a marketer, you know, um, again, just jumping into this email program, you know, situation is, is not that easy. You really have to take some time to understand what your segmentation is. You have to understand who your buyers are, you know. And if you don't know anything about their needs or their wants, you're basically going to end up sending them a, a message that they may not want and that they may not want to see, and they're going to complain about it. So uh, it's not that easy of a game to get into. But it's, you know, my best advice would be to be educated about it before you actually get into it and, uh, you know, be willing to, well, like I said, make more changes and, and continue to be educated because it will, it will change on you. Well, great. Again, we thanked uh, Dennis Damon. He's the Chief Privacy Officer for Eloqua, um, obviously indicating right now that if you if you step outside of the lines, you aren't going to get a wrap across the knuckle bone that, that you could come down very seriously on this. So, Dennis, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much. I appreciate you uh, guys letting us do this. All right. Um, let's... Uh in now uh, with uh, with the doctor. Doctor, you've been listening very very patiently in on this. Uh, maybe give you the last word on this before we move on. Uh, I think everything that Dennis said is is very accurate, and we reiterate it on the show constantly. And that's that's listen, learn, be open minded, and and take the time to really understand what your users want, and take to take the time to understand how the business works, and and you'll save yourself cost, and and you'll make sure to get into the inbox. Hey, excellent as well. Um, okay, we'll come back and talk a little bit more uh, with uh, with the doctor here. Again, let's go now to the uh, big book of spam. And as many of you know, we've been uh, taking excerpts out of the subject lines from the big book of spam that was written by Dan Clark. And uh, here's one that kind of is close to home with us. And uh, it says, what happens in Vegas depends on you. Okay, the reply to that is, even if I'm not there, why should it depend on me? Let the people in Vegas do whatever they want. And that's exactly what we do here. Another subject line is, um, with us, you can win treasures, okay? It says, pirate treasure? If so, I'm down if there's a pirate treasure involved. Waste no further time on this. Well, I think that's exactly where we would go. All right, let's get into a talk, a little bit of a stock tip today. So um, this stock tip comes from Jordan Rohan. He's the founding and managing partner of Clear Metal Partners. They're a digital media advisory firm that helps companies raise money. Okay. Anyway, at, basically, when uh, he checks in with media posts, he checks in and chooses stocks are on the rise. And his stock tip today, which was at the OMA Global New York, uh, said that Yahoo, 
That's right. Yahoo will rise from $17 to $25. He says that Yahoo is by far the most undervalued company on the Internet. He believes that Yahoo CEO Carol Bartz has made some correct moves. And there's a couple of other people that basically say that uh, to the extent of this, there's uh, even some cyclical nature that's taking place here uh, based on display advertising. And they also all have kind of chimed in saying that they're going to do quite well. So anyway, basically what they are saying, and this is a quote by Gavin O'Malley, that at once the stock has reached $25, someone's going to tell you that it's very, very cheap. So go ahead and mark the words that you actually heard that right here on Inboxed Radio. And uh, we're going to move on now to our, our next guest. And our next guest is the Director of Community for Blue Sky Factory. His name is DJ Waldo. And uh, they basically are an email service provider based out of Baltimore. And the DJ is active in the Twitter sphere, on blogs, and also in the social media space. And he's also a regular contributor to Email Marketers Club and other related social networks. DJ's in Salt Lake City, which is not too far from the palatial offices here at XY7. That's where he is found thinking, eating, and breathing email. Hey, DJ, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. Are you okay? Yeah, I can hear you, I can hear you now. Uh, just go ahead and keep speaking up, if you will. Okay. No, I just, I was just the same part of my job is uh, I work remote, as I said in my bio. Our company's based in Baltimore, so um, I'm in Salt Lake City right now, standing outside of a coffee shop, pacing around and trying to avoid uh, traffic and not uh, break any bones, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, no, I, I certainly do understand that. Yeah, you got to be careful, because that's the one thing you, particularly when it's snowing, but they're one slip and you're down on the tailbone, and then you got pain coming at you from all different ways. Exactly. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go ahead now and kind of, kind of, uh, kind of, kind of get into your job as a director of community. What does that mean, and what does it, what does it mean to, to your industry? And I've got a couple other questions uh, right after that for you as well. Sure, sure, sure. So um, the director of, director of community, or some people call it the community manager position, is a, a relatively new one that's popping up. In fact, I'm the first one at, at Blue Sky Factory to do this. Um, and, and really what it is, it's, I think it's a combination of sales, client services, support, um, strategy, you know, uh, uh, really listening to what the customer is saying, what, what partners are saying, prospects, and being, I, I think, like the, fo- the voice, the face, and, and I would add the ear to what is going on not only in the industry, but within, within the organization and, and really being able to take what people are saying about your company and um, bring it to the right people and, uh, and kind of put a face behind a brand. And when you, when you do put that face behind the brand, uh, and, let, and let's talk a little bit about that particular brand, I think we're finding more and more companies now are actually bringing people on to actually manage those brands for them. Are you seeing that in your industry as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, definitely more and more, you know, and Dennis will say the same thing if uh, I think he's still on, is, is that, you know, a lot of, a lot of what we do is, as a email service providers can almost be seen as a commodity. Um, you know, we're all doing the same thing. We all have similar features, functions. Um, hopefully no salespeople at Blue Sky are listening right now because hate, they hate when I talk about this. But uh, it's the truth. You know, we all, we all have a similar product, and I think where we start to differentiate ourselves is on service. And uh, you know, as, as anyone else knows, is that you do business with people that you trust and respect and, and like. And if we can put that, that voice, face, and ear out there uh, of somebody that, uh, you know, we're we're just humans like anybody else, and we're we're just trying to do business. And I think if you can do that, uh, you you start to differentiate yourself a little bit from the competition. Um, obviously, the show Inbox Radio uh, talking a lot. About- 
about uh, emails and with all of the talk about social media, you know, the different blogs, Twitter, video, and, and, and all that stuff, what kind of effect does that take in on email or, or does it take any effect at all? Well, I, it's a great question. I think, I, I think what ends up happening is all of these new tools come out there, all these social media things, uh, blogs. I mean, first RSS was supposed to kill email, and then blogs were supposed to kill email, and now, of course, the latest and greatest Twitter is supposed to kill email. Um, Facebook, same thing, is now supposed to kill Twitter as it comes out, comes out today. Um, but, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, you hear, you hear a lot of uh, the, the phrase email as the digital glue or email as the original social network. Um, and I would say we're, we're, we're not feeling pinched as far as people are, are saying that we're not going to do email anymore, we're just going to be on Twitter. But where, where we're seeing it is people are asking for uh, new functionality like uh, share with your network, um, SWYN, which is kind of the social media version of forward to a friend. Uh, allows you to easily share content or share an email uh, across your various networks. But, you know, I would say you know, a lot of people are talking about everybody wants to have a social media strategy, but, but really what it comes down to is that email still ties all those things together. Um, I mean, you know, we communicated about this show today through email, uh, not through a social network. Uh, you know, marketers are still promoting products and communicating with customers through email, uh, and I, you know, I think I think uh, social media is definitely important, and it is here to stay, and it's where I spend a lot of my time, a lot of my day. Um, but but email email hasn't gone anywhere. I don't think it's going anywhere in the near future. And we'll take a minute now. We'll go to uh, the Click Father, uh, Kevin DiVincenzi. Uh, Kevin, give you a chance to chime in um, also on DJ's comments. Yeah, I, I think social marketing, guys, is, uh, is, is, is a great channel. You've got uh, a new wave of marketers coming in and handling that. It's easier to do it in email, so you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different type of uh, publisher, but it's also a different type of traffic. You know, email is still uh, very direct. It's still right to your consumer's inbox. Um, social is more of a display aspect. Not that it's anything wrong with it. We do a lot of social marketing here. So it's, a, it's a great additional avenue, but it's still never going to bypass email. Uh, in terms of ROI as well. I mean, our, our email ROI is four, four to five times what it is of social. And I think it always will. Go, good. I want to go to Mr. Bad to the bone himself. We're talking about the doctor. If you break it, he'll put a cast on it. Doctor, uh, your, your comments on what uh, DJ has had to say. I think DJ is right on the ball. Uh, you know, everyone's making such a big deal about social marketing and how, or social media and, and how it's going to kill everything. But the, the post office still delivers letters. Email is always going to be around. And like Kevin said, the ROI on it is, is going to be far greater than any sort of, you know, PPC or, or uh, CPM display advertising is ever going to be. Because if you're, if you're on your game and you're delivering to the inbox, you're going to see huge ROI with minimal, almost zero cost in comparison to, to paying for traffic. All right. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, stick around with us, Doctor. I want to talk to you a little about your travels here, but I'm going to go ahead and quote right now from the Blue Sky Factory mission statement. Part of what it says is we are committed to providing solutions to get the message out both efficiently and also effectively. So, DJ, maybe you can give some information to the listeners on this call of how they get people to open, click, and convert, or in this case, you know, buy the product. Right. Well, I think uh, I, I, I think Dennis actually said it best. Everybody's kind of said the same thing. If you think about it, um, you know, how do you get somebody? How do you get a message into the inbox? 
how do you not get marked as spam? How do you follow the can spam laws? All these things. Um, to me, I have a very, very simple formula. It's simple in words, but very hard to do for a lot of marketers. It's this. It's send timely, targeted, relevant email to people that have asked for it or people that have signed up for it. Um, to me, that's the simplest form. Um, that will help you get not only get in the inbox, but get open, get clicked, and, and hopefully buy. I think what, pe- what marketers tend to forget, though, is that while email is a lot of push, there's a lot that you can learn from the data about where people, who, who, who are opening, uh, I'm sorry, which people are opening, what they're clicking on, when they're clicking, and using that data to your advantage to then send at certain times of the day or certain very, very targeted messages. And too often, um, you know, in our industry, you hear all the time the word blast. And uh, one of my biggest pet peeves, as Dennis knows, I've written several blog posts about, you know, trying to ban the phrase blast. But too often, marketers just blast out content that they think is, that they think is important and they think their subscribers and customers want. In reality, most people don't open that email. Um, I use my wife as a, as a kind of a litmus test all the time of, of looking over her shoulder and seeing what she opens and what she deletes. And i got to tell you, it's far different than what most marketers uh, think about how people engage with their inbox. Well, that's really a good thing to do, to keep the pulse on the actual market that's out there. And for those who have just joined us, um, we are talking with uh, with DJ Wald, who's the director of community of Blue Sky Factory. And uh, most recently, in an, uh, in the uh, September issue of Adweek, there was an article, Best Practices for Email Marketing. And this is how we were able to connect with the Email Experience Council. And I want to thank Ali Swordlow for bringing that to us. Of those of you that have just joined us, the Email Marketing Council is a direct arm of the Direct Marketing Association. And if you go to www.emailexperience.org and give them the discount code Radio Save, you'll save $100 on an EEC membership. That's kind of a nifty thing. Let's talk about that a little bit, DJ. Why are you involved in it, and uh, and what are your expectations? Yeah, well, I, I, first, uh, I first got connected with it because I, I think if you're going to be, uh, you know, I, I just think in general to be involved with industry groups is important because, you know, what we end up being, uh, while I don't love this phrase, is, is thought leaders, and we end up you know, uh, speaking on behalf of the industry, and um, I would <laughs> maybe this is a little selfish, but I'd rather have me speaking on behalf of the industry uh, than somebody out there that's talking about sending blasts and talking about spam all the time. So um, I just think it's important to be involved in that community if you're going to be talking about it. Um, in fact, this is it, it's a way that I've met really smart, interesting folks like Dennis. Um, so it's, it's another networking opportunity, also to really stay connected and stay tied into what's going on. Hey, that's great. I want to thank you so much uh, for being with us here today. We're talking with DJ Waldo, who's the director of community from Blue Sky Factory. We'd love to have uh, have you back on the show. Also, you and Dennis, uh, great contributions, really, really excellent, and we want to thank you uh, for joining us today. Can we get you to come back on the show and speak with our listeners again? I'm going to go ahead and take I'll that as a yes. Answer. I'll go let Dennis answer first, but of course. <laughs> okay. okay. First, we love you, Dennis. Hey. Uh, DJ, I had a question also, if I could still slip in one question really quick. It's a click father. Sure, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, click. Sure. Your, your position on single to double opt-in, because there's so much talk about if you can single opt-in an address or if you're getting opt-out data um, for, for emailers out there to understand the differences between single and double opt-in data and what you feel is mo- more effective and the better way to go. Am, am I supposed to do that in 30 minutes or 30 seconds? 30 seconds. <laughs> 
<laughs> Take a minute. Right. Go ahead. Um, so <laughs> the, I, I think if you want to do double opt-in, the downside of double opt-in is you're going to get fewer subscribers because, um, well, one thing can happen is those that opt-in message can never might never get read, might get deleted, and then that person sits in purgatory, so to speak, and, and never, uh, even though they wanted to opt-in or never opted in. The upside to double opt-in is you're getting people who are interested and engaged. Um, this is a debate. If you, there's a great article by Bill McCoskey that was uh, much debated. In fact, it was debated at last year's email evolution conference, which is hosted by the EEC. And um, I, my personal take on it is that I think you should, for the most part, be doing single opt-in. Single. I think Dennis might disagree with me on that. Thank you so much for the input, DJ. Okay, great. Thanks again. Uh, again, I want to thank, thank DJ Wadlow, Waldo, of the Director of Community of Blue Sky, and we also want to thank Dennis Damon, Chief Privacy Officer for Eloquo, for joining us today. We're going to take a short break. We've got one segment left. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about flogging. We're also going to talk a little bit about some fun email stuff that's out there as well. So you're listening to Inboxed Radio. You can go to inboxradio.com, join our chat, or actually join the chat at webmasterradio.fm. Get those questions out, and we'll certainly try to get those questions answered. If not on this program, certainly on our next program. So stick around. We're going to be right back right after these very, very short but informative messages. Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles. At hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private-tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology. Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
your bag with the godfathers of mass distribution on Inbox, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hey, and welcome back to Las Vegas. Uh, here, of course, in the studio in uh, inboxradio.com. This is the Big Fat Boo, John Fondy. Um, uh, we have... Uh, Got about two-thirds of our show out of the way here at InboxedRadio.com. And right now what I want to do is I want to go to the doctor. The doctor's obviously traveling world-round, uh, doing medical, his medical practice in the Far East as well. So, so tell us now, you started out, where did you start the journey, and uh, where do you plan on, on ending up the journey? And, and what, is the, what is the malpractice opportunities that you're going to see while you're over there? John, I think the malpractice opportunities are about endless. But... Um... I started in Detroit and I uh, headed across the United States to Las Vegas. I uh, got to see the Click Father get married, which was most excellent. And then I flew from LA out to Japan for a couple weeks. And uh, then, I, then I hit up China and did some shopping. And uh, it, was, it was great. And then now I'm in Thailand. I'm actually in a little island called Koh Samui. And it's uh, toward the southern end of uh, Thailand. And it's, uh, it's fantastic. I get a, a, an $8 hour-long massage every morning. I have a beautiful villa up on the hill overlooking the ocean. It's been very relaxing, and um, it's helped me clear my mind up so I can focus on a lot of the projects I'm working on. Did and you I'm say $8? Sorry. Yeah, eight, $8 an hour massages. You can get uh, four hands for uh, a couple bucks more. It's, uh, it's beautiful scenery, beautiful people. Uh, it's, it's an amazing place. And um, one of the neat things about being over here, John, is, is seeing an emerging market. Uh, the construction that's going on in Asia right now is, is just, I mean, it blows away anything else anywhere in the world. Um, I mean, China is exploding. They're starting to break into the Internet. And I got to speak to quite a few people uh, about the Internet and, and how they interact with the Internet uh, on a one-on-one -on -one level. So. Uh, it's it's helped us um, start looking to China uh, and, and Japan for for our email marketing as well as uh, as well as our other marketing. You had a chance to attend um, um, Ad Tech Tokyo. Um, what was the what was the overall atmosphere there? Uh, it's a bunch of very smart people, John, who have no idea what's going on. Uh, not not in a bad way. They're just they just haven't been doing it as long as far as internet marketing goes. So. It was a very very small show, but there were some there were some big names there. Fox was there, uh, Yahoo's Right Media was there, um, you know, and and there's some leaders that are in the emerging market and, and bringing it to fruition. So it's an exciting place, and uh, I think everyone's got a handle on what needs to be done. They're just they're just a few years behind uh, where U.S. marketers are, and for anyone who's marketing in the U.S. who knows the game. Uh, these emerging Asian markets are, are fantastic. The populations are huge. The penetration rates are great. And um, we're seeing amazing, phenomenal ROI on all our new campaigns that are running in the, the uh, Asian arena. Hey, we, uh, you were missing in action uh, on our last Inbox show. I kind of thought maybe you got caught up in one of those black holes or Bermuda Triangles out there. What happened, uh, what happened uh, in your travels? <laughs> well, John, uh, unfortunately, the Internet is kind of intermittent in Thailand. So my side of the island had a, a giant outage. Uh, apparently their backbone went out and... And we were unable to have the internet, so I've been driving around the island to use the internet every day, and I didn't have a chance to to catch the sh uh, last week's show. But um, but now that it's back on, it's high speed, and I, I've been catching up on work. So, 
But um, to anyone who doesn't take the time to get to the international shows and travel the world, um, uh, but when I get back, uh, this vacation is going to pay for itself 100-fold with the experience I had, the fun I had, and of course the connections I made with people that allow me to help market to these these emerging uh, markets. Well, obviously Al Gore didn't speak Thai, and that's probably why you had some, some trouble over there as well. <laughs> yeah, Bill Clinton couldn't come to my rescue, John. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Okay, so now let's. Uh, you've been gone now for gosh, uh, about six weeks, right? Uh, what's uh, what? What do you got? What do you got going? When are we going to see you, Grayson, on the the sands of uh, of California again? <laughs> well, uh, I've got another. I've got another three weeks in Thailand, and then I'm heading back to China. So, uh, I'm going to go to all the. Well, not all of them, but I'm going to do Beijing, Shanghai, and then head out to Tibet. Uh, Tibet's going to be a little bit more spiritual, but uh, I actually have some meetings with some people in Shanghai and Beijing who are are currently working in the internet marketing arena. I'm also sitting down with a company that handles uh, China's credit card processing merchant accounts uh, to see how their advertisers work. I like to know how marketing is done from the advertiser's ROI side all the way to the marketer's ROI side, and then I get to make the connection in the middle and see what needs to be done. And then I can work with the U.S. companies and bring them into the Asian markets and, and just see really great ROI. And it's not saturated at all. And my God, are there a lot of people in China with computers. So if you're not, if you're not figuring out how to market to these people, that's fine. Don't even worry about it. I got it covered. Nice. I'm still working out <laughs> all right, on them hey. because uh, some, somebody in the chat room wanted to know why you needed four hands for massage. They were wondering if you've uh, kept your physique up. <laughs> Actually, I, I have been working out a little bit, Kevin, but they, I, could, you, I couldn't get fat in these countries. It's, it's ridiculous. I, mean, I, I had rice and squid for lunch. I, I don't think there's any, nice. any calories. Oh, in for you! <laughs> yeah, I guess it's really kind of hard to find a four-handed masseuse then over there, right? Actually, with the way the water is, you know, you got to be careful what you drink. Four-handed people are fairly common out here, John. You'd love it. Excellent. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Okay. Hey, let's go ahead now. Thank you so much, uh, Doc. I want you to keep over there, uh, you know, keep penetrating the market as we know that you do so well over there. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll look forward to checking in with you on the next show. Thank you very much, John. Let's now go to the click, Father talking about some offers out there that you would really try to refuse a little bit. We're talking about Kevin DiVincenzi. Kevin, let's go ahead and lead into a topic that we're going to cover in a lot more detail next week, and that's the topic of flogging. Sure, John. Flogging is started on the social networking um, area. You know, fl- a flog is basically a fake blog. It's where somebody will indicate that it's a testimonial or even a news item. Um, what we did today so that everybody in our office had an understanding is we pulled up a bunch of various flaws that we found uh, on the Internet. So, John, you yourself uh, got, a, got a very big uh, understanding and a, and a rude awakening where going, wait a minute, this is, this is the news. What do you mean? It's the Miami Herald, which it really isn't. Um, it's just uh, uh, fake advertising. Um, it's a very interesting topic because now it's moved into email as well where people are advertising personalized email, saying there's somebody and carrying it through to the flog. Um, so that they're just deceiving people. Um, I've seen a lot of articles saying it's going to be illegal by the end of the year. What we're setting up for next week's show is we're going to have some attorneys on. I'm not going to mention who right now, but very very uh, high-profile attorneys in our space that are going to look at this and tell you what you can and cannot do. Because can you go gray area? I'm sure you can, and they'll tell you where you can go gray area, but some of these, I mean, make no bones about it. Some of these are absolutely illegal. Um, there's no way that you can falsely misrepresent like that and get away with it. Uh, it's just like the... Dr. Oz, Oprah fiasco from a few weeks ago. This, the same thing's going to happen here. Um, 
if you go to in, inboxradio.com, we've got a couple of examples of, of what I feel are, uh, are um, sites that, that are absolutely 100% fake and, and should be removed. I uh, would love for our listeners to send in some as well so we can actually dissect them next week. The sites that I have up, we'll dissect with the attorneys and find out which ones um, can stay and which ones just need to go and which parts of them are able to uh, to uh, to promote and not to. So it'll, we'll definitely uh, demystify that. Well, Kevin, you know, I've produced over 100 infomercials. And right. in in the, the what I would call the traditional type of market, they really did come down hard on that because people were putting false or fake testimonials in. And uh, so in many cases, they actually, had to have documentation on the stuff they would put on there, and they basically had to prove it, and, they, and the FTC was handing out some pretty hefty fines on that. I think we'll be going in that direction here um, on the e-commerce side. Yeah, I think we'll definitely be going there, but you know, something else that I've been reading about is the, the review sites. You know, a flog is basically a site where somebody um, posts up their commentary, single mom makes $5,000 a week, yada, yada, and then they have a bunch of fake responses below that. Um, but the other thing that's interesting that's happening is people are going on Expedia Travelocity. And when I say people, I'm talking about hotel owners and posting fake reviews as well. That, again, is, is, is technically like a flog because they're putting up these reviews just to boost their ratings up. Um, I read an article where somebody was able to take a two-star hotel and bring it up to five stars and, you know, in a few posts just because they didn't have a lot of reviews. The reviews they had were mediocre. But, you know, vote enough uh, five stars and all of a sudden you're bringing it up. It's just like, you know, any other rating system, there's a lot of flaws right now. So it's understanding what's real and what's not, because uh, you know testimonials are very powerful, especially real ones. Um, but being able to di- differentiate that is very, very important. Um, and but you we, make a good point, John, in regards to um, you know, the the offline or even TV. You know, the, there's, there's companies out there. Hey, you've won a million dollars, and they they figured out a way where they can still do gray line, borderline marketing that's getting incredible results without actually lying or deceiving people, which is uh, pretty much what you know what most of these are, in my opinion. Well, Kevin, we actually have been the victim of a flog as well. Really? Yeah, when Nicole booked our uh, our apartment in New York last year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, I, the thing is, is when we did look at those, Kevin, I'm telling you, the the um, the the one, the NewsDaily.com one. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. that's I mean, that's a, that was amazing. And it's, I just, it's got the Miami Herald typeset. It's got the Miami Herald. Uh, format of the website it's got i mean literally everything and and they're smart they put updated news feeds in there so it looks like it's a real you know it's a real newsworthy uh publication and and the layman will look at it or sometimes not even the layman you know but skilled people will look at it and think that it's real and then follow through with it you know well, yeah, and I think that, again, just it seems like people get away with it for a while, and then finally somebody steps in to kind of curtail it a little bit. Really going to be interested in talking to the experts on the next Inbox Radio show and kind of get their side of it, because I bet you there's, there's stuff that's already going on in Washington now that hasn't come out in the news yet. Absolutely. You know, so anyway, well, gosh, we had a great show, uh, uh, Click. We had some really some excellent information. Again, don't forget uh, we talked with uh, Darren Babin about the upcoming affiliate convention which runs December 3rd and 4th at the Hyatt Regency in Century Plaza. Make sure that you get booked for that. Sponsorships are available, and uh, I know they're going to be sold out. And uh, and really one of the best uh, speaker panels that we saw when we were up in Denver, so you're going to want to make sure that you uh, that you don't miss that. Ken Graham, I want to thank him for dropping in here as well. He's uh, our network director. He, was, he checked in live from the Online Quality Lead Summit in Las Vegas. And, of course, we've got the doctor delivery traveling the world in... Um, 
uh, on the Asian front that's checking in and telling us a little bit about the business and the marketing of things that are going on on the Asian front as well. So, hey, wish we could say that uh, we've got a whole lot more, but really I've uh, been, in, been told by Master Control Operator for Webmaster Radio Brasco that we are just about out of time. So for all of our gang here in uh, the, the, the glitz and the glamour of Las Vegas, to all of you out there at Inbox Land, this has been this edition of Inbox Radio. Make sure you go to inboxradio.com. Post to your questions. We'll have our experts that will answer those questions as well as going to webmasterradio.fm. Uh, you can put your questions into the chat rooms there, and we'll be happy to answer those when we come back. So again, I want to thank my partners in crime, of course, Kevin DiVincenzi, uh, the Quick Father, and Dr. Delivery, Adam Young, for being with us. And thank all of you for joining in to another edition of Inboxed Radio. I'm the big fabu, John Fondy. We'll be with you same time next Wednesday right here on Inboxed Radio. Have a great week, won't you?